0: Welcome to Kill Chain, a platform cybersecurity and technology podcast presented by Fleet Defender. I'm your host, Marcus Q, and I'm here with CEO of Fleet Defender, Terry Reinert.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back.
0: And today we're going to be talking about what the future of telematics will mean for fleets. So stay tuned and we'll jump in. Terry, good to be talking to you today.
1: Yeah, actually, really glad to be back on.
0: Yeah, uh, excited to talk about this topic. So we're going to be talking about telematics. Uh, you know, the most common brands out there being you know, Geotab, Platform Science, Samsara, and really what they mean for an evolving fleet. Uh, you know, fleets are really getting more Technology-based, um, you know. In previous episodes, we've talked a lot about software-defined vehicles, but how does that translate to the long-haul tractor-trailer market?
1: Yeah, it's it's really interesting how the technology has been evolving. And um, yeah, I mean, even when I first started digging into it a few years ago, and just really seeing what the market looked like and what technology looked like within the logistics sector and commercial fleet sector, uh, my mind was kind of blown at just how advanced they've gotten
0: yeah it's really amazing i mean i know that they used to be really aftermarket systems that you'd have to get specialty mounts to hook into trucks but they're starting to put these things in at the oem level
1: yeah we've uh, actually seen some news and press releases come out that yeah a couple of different um uh major telematics providers are actually signing deals with some of the oems and like you said like Instead of having a separate, you know, iPad or tablet that attaches into a mount in the truck that you have to install after you buy the truck, like it's actually going to be built into the dash kind of like, you know, the Tesla, right? Like Tesla, you buy it, it's already got the screen and everything's fully integrated. Um, and that's kind of the future of where telematics is going on long haul tractor trailers and trucks.
0: Yeah. And there's so many advantages to using telematics. I know one thing that we've talked a lot about in the past is really their modular design, right? Is that if you want to test and see the efficiency of some new application, whether it's say, uh, you know, gas efficiency or time logging or anything like that, you're able to spin up these applications and try it for a month, see if it's great, see if it works. Uh, And if you're not seeing the benefits, you can shut it down and try something else.
1: Right. I mean, think of it. I mean, I I don't know if this is how people in the telematics industry would describe it, but I think of it like an iPhone, right? Like it's a platform, it's in the truck, it's connected. It has, you know, all the connections to it, everything else. And then it has like kind of the base platform. And then you as a fleet owner... Uh, can decide what apps get deployed on those trucks, and so if there's some new ELD application, if there's some new navigation and mapping so, uh, application that you want to try, you can just go into the portal, you know, that, that the telematics portal, and select what you want. It downloads into the the truck, and then you start using it. And so it's uh it's really interesting. And then there's another piece to it too that, um, you know, that's that's if you De- deploy an app, right? Like, let's just say Google Maps decides to make a, a, a logistics mapping navigation, uh, you know, solution that could just drop right on top of platform science, right? Like you could use, you know, that, um, but that's more of an app that's deployed right to the device. There's another option, too, where, um, you know, the telematics is already collecting some of the data and sending it off to the cloud. Um, Without even putting an app on the truck, there's uh, options now to partner with some of these telematics companies to pull data from their API and then, you know, have your own cloud application. So you never actually have to deploy an app down to the device. You can actually do it all in the cloud now, too.
0: That was something I wanted to talk about, and I'm glad you brought it up, is really the data collection piece. Right. I mean, telematics are, I, I kind of catalog them the same as like an ELD, right? Electronic logging device, because they're, they're logging so much data. And so what are some of the things that you're seeing or that you're thinking about in terms of using that data? And, and I believe that's application layer data, right?
1: Yeah, it's application layer data. And so, I mean, what we mean by that is like, if you think of a network and data moving between two computers, um, there's a lot that goes into that, right? Like if you're just gonna send your, your age and name from one application on one computer to another application on another computer, like it's not just your age and your name that's going across the network, right? Like there's a whole network stack is kind of what we call it on the engineering side. And at each layer of the stack, it wraps more information around it, like who's sending it, where it's going. And that's like IP addresses. And then you get even lower, like what's the MAC address or the hardware address of the actual system itself. And so there's all this other kind of data that goes into it. And um, depending on what you're doing... sometimes having that really lower level data is really useful. Like having some of that wrap data down at the very low layers of that network stack, whereas other applications don't care, right? Like they just want to know what's your name and what's your age. (laughs) Right. And so um, when you're dealing with a lot of the, off platform so cloud-based application kind of stuff mostly what you're working on there is application layer data so they've already kind of stripped out all the encodings all the low level like computer science computer programming voodoo magic stuff Uh, and you're just dealing with basically think of it like a database or just an excel spreadsheet with just everybody's name and everybody's age right like super high level application layer data kind of a thing so when it comes to like deploying an application on like a fleet or sorry, a, um, a platform science or a Geotab or a Samsara, um, you really kind of have to know what you're trying to do, what kind of data that you need, and whether you are going to be interacting with the driver or whether you're going to be interacting with a back office. Uh, And that makes another big one, uh, a big decision factor, right? Because if you're doing like an ELD where the driver has to manually enter information about the load, the drive, the route, the whatever, obviously you have to have some kind of interface with the driver through the tablet. So you're gonna be an application on board. But if you're only providing data to back office people, You don't need to be on the truck. You don't need to be on there. You can just use data through an API and have a cloud-based application and just make it simple for everybody.
0: That's really interesting. So uh, essentially, you don't have to have an application on the telematics device to take advantage of the telematics device.
1: Correct. As long as what you're doing doesn't require the level of data that is only available on board. Sure. Sure. Right. Like, for example, like with Fleet Defender, for example, you know, we have uh, anomaly detection algorithms that run at layers one and two of the CAN network stack all the way up to the application layer at layer seven. Right. And so for us, we can do detection at each layer. Um, The most protection you're going to get is when we're doing full stack detection. But if all you have is just this telematics device that's sending data out to the cloud, we can still do anomaly detection on that data. You know, we've got deep neural networks that run, you know, all in the cloud uh, that uh, process all that application layer data. So again, it all depends on what you're doing and, and how your engineers need to design the system to actually, whether it has to be a deployed app or a cloud app.
0: So what are some of the advantages to using data at a lower level? Just just curious. I know, you know, we've talked about Fleet Defender already, so we don't have to even talk about Fleet Defender, but just in general, what, what would be the advantage of using that lower level data?
1: Well, it, it could be an advantage to use it, or it could also be a disadvantage to use it, to be honest. Right. Interesting. Like depending on, yeah, I mean, depending on what you're doing, it like having access to that higher fidelity, lower level data might actually be more of a headache if you don't need it, because now you have to basically, you still got to process it and then throw it away and ignore it. Um, and so you're still like using some compute power, maybe even some storage to store data and process data that you don't need. Uh, and so you're basically just wasting compute power uh, and that's going to drive up your cloud cost, or it's going to drive up like the hardware requirements if you're doing it on board uh, with something on board. And so um, it, it, it could be an advantage or a disadvantage, truly, depending on what you're trying to do.
0: Sure, because I imagine a lot of this data is being sent off platform via a cellular link, right? Like a, a cellular module on the vehicle somewhere. And so at that lower level, is it just way too much data to even send over cellular?
1: Right. I mean, yeah, ex- exactly. And well, and here's the thing, right? Like if you've got a cloud-based application and all you care about is um you know, just maybe navigation routing for the the vehicle or maybe, you know, some driver statistics or something like that. Do you really care about the IP address of every router that that cellular, you know, that packet went through from cellular bridging over to fiber, bridging over to cable, bridging over to this, bridging over to that, and then eventually getting to your office? No, like that's just noise, right? But if you are concerned about, Secure supply chain and securing communications between the truck, and you don't want those packets to be routed through certain routers that might be compromised. Then you care about that sort of thing, right? I mean, and that's a very low level, very highly sophisticated use case right there. But um, I mean, ultimately, that's that's what it really boils down to. Is like if you're onboard or offboard, if you're cloud or vehicle. Um, just what do you actually need access to because trying to collect more than what you need access to is just going to come with its own cost.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So we got pretty technical. So now let's take it to, uh, kind of the more visionary part of the conversation I want to have with you, which is, you know, looking ahead, we we always say like five ten years, but it ends up being like five to ten months because technology moves so fast. Uh, but what are some of the exciting things that you're seeing with telematics in the market, as far as applications or just new platforms, anything like that?
1: Oh, I mean, it's just the same thing as like a phone, right? Like there was a there was a time for at least my generation and older where we we didn't even imagine we would be carrying a iphone in our pocket right and then like when the iphone came out we're like oh so now or before the iphone came out we're like okay so we can carry a phone with us okay so i can talk to somebody and then you can send a text message right now all of a sudden you've got this app ecosystem you can play games you can work remotely you can do office document generation I mean, you can do anything with these things right um So, yeah, I mean, it's like we would have never imagined that. I mean, looking forward and what's super exciting is truly having an environment in which the data is like what we would call federated, right? Like you federated the data in the sense of like somebody's collecting it and then making it available for other people to do really cool stuff with. Right. And that's the beauty, right? Like we don't even know what kind of cool stuff we can do with it yet. I mean, we know some, right? Like we could do dynamic routing to get around traffic and weather. We could do driver safety stuff. We can do anomaly detection. We can do this, that. I mean, you can play Netflix on your Tesla. <laughs> you know, there's, there's all those things. But there's, but having that data in a place where you can work on it, and then, you know, as a machine learning development company, we have access to that. You know, we can go in there and we can explore and we can like test these hypotheses or hypotheses that we have. That just like, hey, if we had this data, could we? you know, uniquely identify a driver. So that way we could make sure that no one's stealing the vehicle. Could we do anti-theft? Could we do this? Could we do that? Um, And we could play on that data and we could see. And then when it works, we can just deploy an app within the matter of weeks. And so, you know, it's crazy. Like, even if we can't predict what's going to be there, what we can predict is that there will be stuff there, right? Like there are going to be these cool new apps that are coming out that, I don't know, I'm not even sure I even know what they could be.
0: It really, it, it really is sounding like the iPhone app store when it first opened, right? It was like this whole new thing. And every week there was some new amazing app that came out and it'd be exciting to see that for the telematic
1: space. Yo, yeah. And I mean, if you, if you follow like platform science, for example, on, um- on, you know, LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever. Um, I mean, it's every week they're announcing new applications that are available to their, you know, to the to the fleet managers and the fleets that that have adopted their technology. I mean, it's just a constant feed of like, oh, here's this app. Oh, here's this app. Here's this app. And there's sometimes you read something, you're like, what the heck is that? And then you like read about it and you're like, okay, now that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Like, right. you know, stuff that they're doing. Like, you know, it's like, it just blows your mind that somebody thought of it. It's, it's way beyond just like, Okay, let's do ELD. Let's do navigation like there's so much more on there now.
0: Well, that's what's really cool, too, is that a lot of these platforms are opening up sandbox environments for people. And so if you want to develop something, you know, you don't have to necessarily buy a device and run it in the vehicle you're thinking about. Like you can just use the sandbox environment to create something new.
1: Right. I mean, and and that's something that we're doing with a couple of these different telematics providers. You know, we have access to some of their data streams and our data scientists can go in and uh, they're in there like, Testing hypotheses like, hey, like we're, we, I mean, what are the big areas, right? Like cyber anomaly detection, just to protect the vehicle, and then along with like security in general. We've got like you know the anti theft cases, the 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 uh, enforcing corporate policy, making sure the right drivers driving the right truck, the right loads on the right truck, going to the right place, things like that. Um, You've got the the whole driver safety side that we've been digging into, like how do we actually quantify in real time how safe a driver is driving and, and coach them to say, hey, like these are things that like we're picking up on that you could do better and and improve your driving uh, and get to those higher tiered payment schedules, right? Like 5 million safe miles, you get the the boost in pay, you know, um, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, maintenance and and not just preventative maintenance, but predictive maintenance where we can say, hey, during your next regular you know, maintenance cycle, fix this and this, or look at this and that, because we're starting to see that that's going to fail within so many hours or so many miles. Um, and then the you know a really interesting one too is environmental concerns like actually looking at what's going on in the environment around the truck and the forecasted area ahead of the truck to make better predictions on routing, uh, safety and and things like that. So yeah, it's 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 crazy. We could talk all day about like just crazy ideas and stuff that we're doing, but like it all comes down to having these platforms that like these telematics platforms that uh that give you access to that data so you can do really cool stuff and then provide that to these customers. and and make their life a little bit better. Wow. What an exciting
0: time. I mean, just such an exciting time for the telematic space, even the fleet space, technology, everything. It's it's going to be really interesting to see where we're headed in the next year or
1: two. Well, if you really want to get a glimpse of that and you haven't seen any of this stuff yet, at the next you know, ATA or NDDC or or any of these conferences around logistics, like go look at the platform science booth. It's amazing. Like go look at, go look at their trailer, right? Like they roll an entire trailer in the side folds down. They've got all their stuff up there. Like I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to hire your marketing guys. It's really, (laughs) it's really cool. That was beautiful, right? Yeah. And well, maybe I just want their marketing budget.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to learn a little bit more about what Fleet Defender is doing for telematics, uh, check us out at FleetDefender.com. Otherwise, Terry, thank you so much for joining today, and we'll catch everybody next time.
1: Awesome. See you guys later.